Welcome to the Card Custom Home and Architecture Podcast, the podcast that guides those looking for a home that expresses their unique lifestyle to release creative DNA into their project and have it completed while keeping the artistic vision alive. Now, here's your architect creative, J.D. Carling. Today, we're talking about the house of God. Welcome to the Card Custom Home and Architecture Podcast. And I'm really excited about this episode because we're going to be talking about your spiritual life and your custom home. But I would like to start out just sharing a little bit about myself because I was wondering what got me thinking about this topic to share with you. And so basically, I grew up going to a synagogue in Maryland. And while I was there, they had a building campaign going on. And I was just thinking about it when I was planning for this episode that one of my early memories, I must have been four or five years old. And I remember walking in every Saturday and seeing the model uh, cut out of the chipboard and it looked so perfect. And I was looking at that model and I was just imagining being in there and what it was going to be. And it was so cool. I'm sure my dad was telling me about it and what was going to be inside And it was in a glass case, so we couldn't touch the model, but it was there. And then later on in my life, I was going to a church in Longwood, and in the corner, they had a plaque. And that plaque listed the name of all the people that were on it. And I remember when I walked in that I had the guy's name on it. And this is a really funny story because in my mind, those plaques are always like, old and the person is dead or something like that. I didn't bother looking at the year. Well, come to find out years later, the person that was on the plaque would actually become a close friend and a client of mine. (laughs) They had moved away and they went back in town and I found out they were the person on the plaque. It was really funny to me just to see how silly assumptions can be. But what struck me was that the people cared, that the people that planned and built that building were no longer there. They weren't dead, but they had moved on to different things in their life. But for a season in their life, for a time, they had made this house of God. They had made this place that was still affecting people. When I went there, actually, it was a big change in my life because I was really depressed and I had moved to Florida. And when I went there, I met somebody and they really talked to me. It brought a lot of joy back to my life. And so that place still connects with me today, just the experience that I had when I went there and that plaque. And so I don't do that type of thing necessarily, but when we do custom houses for people, when we build them, we do make a cornerstone with their name in it, engraved in it. And it also serves as a time capsule and it serves several purposes. So one is it's a time capsule. Most of the time they have kids or significant events that have happened in their life and we put stuff in there. So that can be for them. One of my clients said, I can't wait till we give this house to our kids and they can open it up if they want to or save it for the next person. It also serves as a message to the next people that the people that were here cared for this place. It meant something to them. It's a reminder to you while you live in the house of the effort that you put forward. You know, after you're in a house seven years, You tend to forget the long journey that you went on planning, earning the money, buying the property, coming up with the plans with your architect, picking out all the materials with your architect, 
putting the stuff in the house with the builder, getting all the permits, that can quickly, it's like after you have the baby years later, you probably forget all the things you went through and all the planning in as much detail as you were. And a lot of people make books or they keep memory books of the things they've done during that process to remember it because it's such enjoyable part of life. I just got into thinking about some of the things I've started doing in custom homes, I think were affected by my earlier spiritual life. One was seeing that plaque and that feeling of care, seeing the names of the people that put their time and money and thoughts into doing this building. And the other one was we make a model for every project that we do because we feel that putting your hands on something that is quickly accessible, a important way to really understand if what you're building is something that you want, that the sculpture or the shape of it is something that you connect to. And it, it also gives you something to hold on to into your mind that's a little more tangible than maybe like a 2D drawing, which does describe a lot of information, but we really like models. So those are just some of the things I think that stuck with me. But anyway, on to discussing the house of God. So big picture, it's described a lot of different ways, but the house of God is somewhere where supposedly he dwells. And then another concept is that God doesn't dwell anywhere, but he is inside of us or a part of him, right? And he's also everywhere. You can't say that your house is a house of God, but your house is a place that facilitates your life and your body is a, a temple. And so you want to have that body prepared or trained or nourished in a way that it can support your spiritual life. And so when you're doing a custom home, it's a magnificent opportunity to really dive into that part of your life. And so you might be thinking, I'm not a spiritual person and what do I do with that? During the process of designing with your architect, you can explore those things in as much depth as you want to. If you're a person that's highly spiritual already, then you may already come to the table with that. And so today's episode really touches on all points of architectural DNA, which is your dreams, nature, and the effects on those, which is in our earlier episodes, we talked about what architectural DNA is. But you have spirituality as part of your DNA and your life. And it may be at varying levels. It may be present in different capacity. But in your home, that's something that you want to uh, be able to bring out and really let it thrive. The better your relationship with yourself thrives, the better your experience of this life will be, the better that you perceive your relationship to other people, the way you think about other people, you love them, you're able to extend love to them, is going to affect your quality of life. And your home is a big part of that. You have people to your home. You bring people in. You communicate who you are through your hospitality. The way people are in your home and they come in affects maybe how you can think about what they're doing. Like if you want people doing something or you don't want them doing something or going in a certain place, all those things are going to affect that situation. I started thinking about something that was very practical. And so, uh, well, I'll start out with the most practical one first. Uh, a big part of spirituality for people can be a relationship to the sun. Now, we all enjoy sunrise, assuming you're not <laughs> you're not somewhere where you're just so hot already, you want to hide from it. Sometimes in Florida, it's so hot here, even at nighttime. So when the sun comes up in the morning, I'm like, I can't wait to just be in here in my house and enjoy the cool. 
But there's many times that I just absolutely love the sun coming up the, in the window in the morning. If you practice yoga or something like that and you are doing sun salutations and you actually care about the orientation of the sun, that's going to be a big part of the architecture of your home. If you're someone that Jerusalem is important to you and you want to pray towards Jerusalem and you're not always at temple when you want to do that, then you have an opportunity with your custom home to integrate that where you want to do that in your home, what you want that space to be like, and how you want it to affect the sequence of your day. Or And ultimately, that's a building block or a piece of your life story. One thing I've noticed, which I've never really heard of in an architectural sense, and I haven't explored it, but when I was thinking about those two things, I was thinking about in our neighborhood where I live, almost every single time there's a rainbow, it's facing one particular direction in the east that I always see it. Now, that might have to do with my daily routine and the way I go in and out of my house, but that's still an architectural thing. I love seeing the rainbow. Sometimes there's two rainbows and a rainbow just represents so many things because it's related to water coming to the earth. It's related to a promise. It shows all the different things that illuminate our world kind of all in one gesture, one stroke across the sky. And if that was something that like I thought about at that time, I could have integrated that. And so as an architect, we want to know those things that we can integrate for you and bring out the potential of your home and space. So I've designed houses for a long time, but I also did churches for about 11 years at the firm that I worked for. The first half of my career, I did houses and I did commercial work, but I also did churches for a long time. And when we would meet with the church, we would always discuss with them about what their core tenets or their beliefs or what activities were important to them. How did they help people grow on their spiritual journey? Did they do classes? Was being outside an important part of those things? And so with you, in your spirituality, we'll do those same things. In your daily routine, in your weekly routine, what is important to you? Do you have special family dinners on a, a Shabbat or whatever religious practice you have? Are there times of the day that you that you pray? Are there times of the day when you need to refrain from doing something or need to do something? Is there times where you clean out your home as a part of uh, your spirituality? All those things have the opportunity to be integrated into your home. And so I hope this gets your mind flowing because a lot of times we think, you know, I highly doubt like you're going to go on Zillow, right? If you're not doing a custom home and you're looking for a home, maybe on Zillow Gone Wild, there's an Instagram account that shows all the weird rooms from Zillow that are on the house, but they're not necessarily always listed that way that people just scroll through and find like, crazy basement bowling alleys that are themed after Jurassic Park. And I've seen some wild stuff on there. You probably won't see a Zillow listing that was like, this house is designed around this spirituality. One, because it's so personal, right? That it's like the chances of you finding somebody that has your exact spiritual journey in mind or in practice is not that large unless it's somebody directly from your community. But that's why you're doing a custom home, right? Because you're not looking for that pre-made thing. You're not looking for that typical thing. And hopefully when you're doing your custom home, you know, you probably think about resale, but that's not the driving factor. Otherwise, I think if you're really just going 
to build your home, you would just be looking for the best ROI home that's already there because building a home is a lot of work. It's a journey that is savored, that's enjoyed, that's memorable. You won't see like prayer room listed. Now you could say, well, I just want five bedrooms instead of four. And one of those is going to be my prayer room. But really, is that the right way to do it? Let's go in. Let's go all in on what your journey is, what you want it to be. The proportions of a a spiritually oriented place, I don't think is going to be the exact same dimensions, the exact same heights, widths, material, sound quality, light quality as, let's say, a bedroom or the place that you work where in your office or you're on a computer or where you're cooking. Now, certainly there's spiritual aspects to all those things in your life journey in that home, but there may be certain ways that like one interesting thing I'm just thinking of right now, if a certain direction is important to you to pray, then there's a certain time of day that maybe you do it. You may not always be in the exact same place. So it might be that one orientation, regardless of what room you are in your home, needs to have access with a view or if it's important for you to feel the air, open access to air in order to get to that place of prayer at the appropriate time. And so that's a simple way that you could still move freely about your house, but still engage in your spiritual activity without being inconvenienced. And that would give it a unique architecture as well. And there's so many ways that that you can do that. Some people may want to be on a rooftop when they pray. And so that becomes the space of tranquility. I remember my first boss was an architect, obviously, but he had built his own home and he had an exit out of his bedroom into a bunch of trees. They were all trees that were listed from the Bible. And it was really cool. The way he had put them together had almost made like a cave. And he showed me he had a little old busted up bench that was in there. And every morning he would get up, he would go out of his door and he would go out there. And that was the way he started his day. And he liked having all the different trees because it would remind him of the different stories that he had read. And I just thought that was the most fascinating way to create a connection with nature, which is part of your architectural DNA and your spiritual life. So there was that connection there that strengthened the, his dream was in my home, I'm going to do this thing every day. I'm going to start out by reflecting on the things that I've learned from God. And he knew that he had this yard. It, it was a pie-shaped yard. And all the plants like kind of funneled along the, the pie-shaped lot to this little prayer area. And that was his story. And they all grew there. And it's this wonderful garden. And um, I went over there a few times. I think he had 12 he probably has like 20 grandkids now, but he had about 12 at the time. And, you know, seeing the fruit of his life, I think he had five kids and 12 grandkids. And there may be, like I said, more now all over there running around and just thinking about seeing the value. Like, man, it really paid off to make an emphasis on my spiritual life and not just on the material life. Not that totally separate because we're always doing things in the material world. But putting that emphasis on nurturing his mind and his inner self into the way that he reacted to the physical world and to the things that he did daily with his business, the way he did money, the way he acted in his home with his family. And uh, that's really a beautiful thing to see. So I'm excited for you to 
bring that emphasis to your spiritual life and your custom home. Of course, we'll do all the things. You'll probably have kids there, work on your business there, create art there, create your next great idea in your home. You'll have friends over there. You'll laugh. You'll cry at hard times. You'll take care of people when they're sick. But all of those things are made richer by a deep spiritual life. And we're looking forward to bringing that out in your custom home, your spiritual life, and helping you grow. Your custom home, remember, is basically your autobiography. It's that step of taking your life and intentionally expressing it through the way that you live. And when spirituality is at the core of that, it can really, really, really enhance your life experience. Thank you so much for being on the card Custom Home and Architecture Podcast audience today. We want to see you not only dream of a custom home, but living in the home of your dreams and having a rich spiritual life. I'm JD Carling, your architect. Thank you so much for joining me. We post new episodes every Friday and they are on Spotify, Apple Podcast. And if you found this randomly on Instagram or one of those other places, you can find them there. If you own a piece of property, we're going to start working with you to apply the architectural DNA process to that property to maximize your experience with that property. If you're looking for property or wondering about the custom home process, do the same thing. Contact us and say, JD, we're interested in a custom home. We believe this is right for us. What do we do? We'll get you started on the right steps. Thank you so much. We'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to the Card Custom Home and Architecture Podcast. If you are ready to start your journey of a lifetime designing and building a custom home or project, sign up for a free consultation at ca-rd.com today. We look forward to the journey together and making something unique for you and your family. If you have any topics you want discussed or questions about your custom home design for future episodes, send us a message via our website, ca-rd.com. And again, join us next time for another episode of the Card Custom Home and Architecture Podcast.